Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Go, go down to the mall and in the food court, wait for some uh, giggly Chinese girls and then go up to them and go, hello. <laughs> Would you mind procuring me some Power Rangers in China? Well, first of all, Let's see how long it takes before they Power Rangers before they spray you in the face with with pepper spray. Not long. This week on Dueling Review, we review Rocco's Modern Afterlife Number One from Boom Studios. Something is turning the good people of O Town into mindless zombies, and Rocco wants nothing to do with it. He barricades himself and Spunky into their home and is determined to outlast the hordes outside. But desperate times call for desperate measures when Rocco's best friend Heifer becomes infected. Rocco will have to risk it all to save his friends and the city. Were were you a fan of uh, Rocco's Modern Life when it was on, on, uh, what was it, Cartoon Network? Not Cartoon Network. It had been on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. I wasn't a fan, but I watched a few of them. I mean, there are certain Nickelodeon shows that I would never watch. I would never watch Hey Arnold. Why not? Uh, I I don't know. Because it's the weird shape of their heads? Hey Arnold never really appealed to me. Doug never appealed to me. But there were some Nick shows where I'd sit down and, you know, watch all day long. I would watch your uh, Can't Do That on television, even when it got into the bad seasons. <laughs> but I've I've seen episodes of Rocco. I've seen enough to know that Carlos Ellis Rocky is doing this funny New Zealand accent and that Heifer is, you know, terrible. Rocco, in a lot of ways, my brain kind of conflates it with SpongeBob. A little bit, except Rocco is not annoying. Right. But he has a big, dumb best friend. Yeah. And he has a weird, goofy friend who's not And they not started entirely... about the same time, right? Or I was SpongeBob ahead of... first. Okay. I couldn't remember which one started first. I mean, they're both, what, 30 years old or something. <laughs> well, I know that uh, Rocco was on when I lived with Otter, which would have been 1994. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I want to say that Rocco was on in the mid-90s for like eight years. Okay, I, I remember just watching it on and off, like if it was on and there was nothing else. Uh, right. When I was in Atlanta, there was a co-worker at the university that I was teaching at who just loved everything. He loved Rugrats. He loved uh, Rocco's Modern Life. I hated um, Rugrats so much. He he just, uh, uh, Chucky was like his, uh, was like his, uh, I don't know, spirit cartoon animal or whatever. Right. Uh, but he would I always come that. in and talk about these things, so I would have to kind of be up on it, and occasionally I would watch Rocco's Modern Life. Right. And it just seemed like, here's this wallaby who's trying to cope with, you know, the absurdity of the times. Mm-hmm. But I guess whenever I watch Rocco's Modern Life, I never look at it, looked at it as a meta-commentary for adults. I think it was. And I, I, the reason that I think that is because one of the episodes that I saw featured Rocco's favorite superhero, really, really big man whose power is in his nipples. (laughs) And it's, you know, I think Rocco came out of that kind of a a Ren and Stimpy vibe or an expectation that, hey, we want a more kid-friendly Ren and Stimpy. I think that was that whole group of uh, Klasky Klasky Chupsko or whatever that that group was. Klasky Chupo. Yeah, I think that's their whole group that they were in. But you get, you know, you kind of get into that really weird place 
with it. And yeah, I felt like Rocco had stuff going on that was there for the adults in ways that maybe Rugrats or the 12 Angry Beavers yeah, so I guess going into Rocco's Modern Afterlife, I'm like, okay, zombies, Rocco, the the fat cow guy, it'll be full of Heifer. laughs, and it'll, it'll, yeah, Heifer will all be played for, you know, uh, laughs and giggles, and Filbert will show up, and then everybody will, you know, somehow save the day. I was not prepared for this to be so meta-commentary on how right. being online and being, you know, so connected to everything through social media or streaming or whatever turns you into a zombie. It is literally a critique, uh, a satirical critique of obsession with your phone and social media. And it's really well done yeah, on I was, that level. I just was not expecting that to happen. The things that I was not expecting, and it I was not me. expecting the dual narrative where at one point Heifer's streaming, Heifer's new right. job is streaming right. video games. And Heifer's stream is going on, and it's doing that Alan Moore thing where Heifer is saying something that's completely applicable to Rocco fighting zombies right. in his living room. And I'm like, my God, what am I reading here? It's, I really thought this was going to be a throwaway, no-nothing, ha-ha, this right. is for the kiddies, let them get into a little taste of the zombie action, ha-ha, see what I did there. Right, I get it. Uh, but I was not prepared for this to be an adult book. And I think that the target audience for this might just be people in our age range, maybe from Rodrigo to us, whoever grew up watching Rocco's Modern Life when it right. originally aired and who have this fondness for what's going on. I know, I know that I know that Rugrats tried to make some commentary about adults and children and life in general. I didn't like Rugrats. Uh, it was OK. Um, I didn't like Rugrats for a simple reason. Rugrats came from the. I'm going to hold my nose and do a funny voice. Yeah, but your favorite uh, Tara Strong, didn't she do the voice of Chucky? No, Tara was Dill, the baby Oh, baby. Dill, okay. You know what, and I don't, I don't blame Tara for, you know, having a job and being Tara and being wonderful. There are a lot of talented people on Rugrats, just couldn't stand it. <laughs> well, couldn't stand it. It's so I, I just was really surprised. This is, uh, I mean, sure, I'm sure kids will enjoy reading this. The young kids, like a seven or eight year old, might enjoy reading this. But I yeah. think this is more something for adults to read, or I don't know who would be more suited for this because I don't want to say millennial, well, but it almost seems like it is that. And I don't. And again, I, I, people are going to misunderstand what I people are going to misunderstand what I'm about to say. I think the people who would understand this the most are people who are really obsessed and absorbed with social media. And I'm not saying that millennials are self-absorbed uh, obsessives. I'm not saying that. Right. I'm just saying that it's. Maybe some people younger than me, this might be targeted towards a little bit harder than me and you to our age range because we appear to be more like Mr. Giant Head. <laughs> Mr. Big Head next door. Yeah. I think that the sweet spot for this, if Rocco was on in 94. I think 40, 40 year olds. Yeah, well, you figured 94 was 25 years ago. If you were 8, 9, 10. At the time that Rocco's Modern Life was on. Yes. And you're now reading comics and you're 35, 36. I think that's going to be the sweet spot. I think you are right. People a little younger than us. But I really appreciate what this book is saying. Yeah. Not just about, oh, well, we're going to put this zombie thing in here. There's a little edge of we know the zombie thing is played. Mm hmm. At the very beginning of the issue, there's a little bit of, oh, man, this zombie thing is really silly. Rocco's just staying in his house because he hates people. 
and growing his own quinoa and hanging out with his dog <laughs> and having fun. And he's never been happier yeah. than during well, he's you just, know, the breakdown of reality. Well, for him, it's just like, I'm just going to be disconnected. And when I, and I, I have this too, because during the daytime, uh, probably for the last couple of months, except for um, automated tweets that go out to the Facebook or to the, to the uh, Twitter, right. I try to stay off of, Twitter as much as I possibly can. And I really made a big effort at the beginning of January because I was just so sick and tired of one particular tweet and how that riled every, you know, one particular Twitter, Twitter feed, Twitter feed and how that riled everyone up. And I just, I couldn't deal with that anymore. It was putting me in a bad position. And so I was just like, you know, the less that I spend on social media, the less I spend looking at the Instagram or going on to Facebook or Twitter or, um, uh, what's the other one? Snapchat, MySpace, MySpace. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, the Space less time Space. I spend on that, it felt like I was more refreshed. I would come home at the end of the day and I could get on Twitter and I could say, okay, what is the big thing today? And I could look at it and I could just be done with it because I'd have only like a half hour to do something. Right. Uh, free time before we would sit down here and record so a show or something. Marinating so I wouldn't be day. stewing on that all freaking day. And so uh, from that standpoint, I kind of get where, Rocco is coming from. You don't always have to be connected. And again, another thing, when it comes to soccer season and I'm out all day at a soccer field, either freezing my butt off or, or, uh, you know, sunburning my butt off, not being connected. Why are you sunning your butt? Oh man. Have you seen my butt? (laughs) It's beautiful. I I, I haven't. It's like two honey roasted, honey glazed hams sparkling in the sunshine. You know, Um, if it's glazed, you may (laughs) want to look into a different conditioner. But, um, but I just find that when I find myself not connected 24 seven, I feel better. And I think that's what Rocco is doing here. And it's, I, again, I applaud the creators, Anthony Butch and, uh, Mattia DeMio, just such a fantastic job in putting this story together and bringing the characters from the cartoon series to life on the page and staying on model. I just thought yeah. was really, really good. I mean, I literally want to stand up and, and applaud these two for the social commentary that they've put in here and made it fun because you yeah, can, you can look at it two ways. You really can just appreciate Yeah. You could just look at this as a zombie invasion story, or you could look at it from the, just like you would have Dawn of the dead or, you know, mass consumerism kind of aspect of, of that movie. Mass consumption. And when you say, Oh, well they're, you know, they're, they're making a satirical point about social media. This is not a harangue. This is not shaming. This is not, you know, droning on and on about it. This is something that is driving the narrative and a part of the story in a way that's fun and entertaining. And it doesn't feel like you're being beaten up. Cause I spend most of my day on social media, as long as my boss doesn't see me with my phone, <laughs> because you know, we have a no cell phone policy in the workplace. And yeah. I'm like, look, I'm occasionally on Twitter. I have coworkers taking calls on their phones while they're taking calls. So I feel like I'm the least of her problems if I occasionally sneak around and mess around on the Twitter. But this is fun. And this is a story that's remarkably complex and really well written. And I don't, you know, I don't know what any of these characters sound like. 
but I can tell you who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all I remember is that Rocco talks like this. Yes, he's got that but accent, I, and Filbert has a um, kind of a nebbishy uh, accent. Phil, Filbert probably has this voice here, where uh, you talk, you talk through the nose, and you seem very, very right. Kind, kind of, I think, kind of Woody, you know, Woody Allen esque is kind of how he sounds. Yeah, like uh, like D and D Brian when he's uh, doing nerd voices. Yeah, but you know. I can tell you who these characters are, and you can hear Filbert. Tacos are just crunchy sandwiches. <laughs> I really like this. I'm surprised how much I liked it and how pulled into this weird little world with its grotesque cartoon monstrosities I was. I mean, this is remarkable. Yeah, and you uh, were not looking forward to this when it was when it was announced as the pick. No, because I, I think you were just like, just like uh, Ugh. yeah, I think you were just like, oh, I don't want to have anything to do with Rocco. I hated all the cartoon and Nickelodeon shows of my youth. I did not hate all the Nickelodeon. There are Nickelodeon shows that I love more than my siblings. I hated the Hannah's Montana's. Hannah Montana, I can I don't take think I've or ever, leave. I never, I've never watched any of that. Uh, you know, the, it's not that I hate Nick shows because I still come home from work and the kid and I watch Victorious now, but. um it's, I don't know. There's a, there's a, an era of Vic, of Vicolodian, of Nickelodeon rather. <laughs> that is my era. Yeah. And Rocco comes from a time after that. Yes. That's the way it was for me too. Yeah. And this is, you know, this is not my Nick, but it's remarkable. This is my comic book and I enjoy it. Yeah, very much so. So thank you to everyone who made the recommendation that we go check out Rocco's Modern Life. Now, if next week you make us read tw- 12 Angry Beavers vampire fan fiction, <laughs> I will end you. Or, I will come to your houses like Jay and Silent Bob at the end of their movie, and I'll be like, are you Magnolia fan 73? <laughs> and I will start throwing Dusty Rhodes elbows. It will Ed, be the end. Ed, Ed, and Eddie meet the mummy. See, I never loved Ed, Ed, and Eddie, but you know what I did like from that same Ed, Ed, and era? What's that? Um, Duck what Man? was it? I can't remember the name of it. They did the whole bit. Hot in Topeka. Hot in Topeka. I don't know what show uh, that is. Foster's. Foster's oh, it's Foster's Home, home for, for Imaginary, imaginary Children friends. or Imaginary Monsters or whatever it is. Yeah. Imaginary Friends. Yeah. yeah. And of course, Samurai Jack. Yeah. But see, those Samurai. were even after. That was even oh, after yeah. this. This uh, time period that we're talking about. Oh, yeah. Samurai Jack was like the 2000s. Yeah, that was but... way 2000, like 2001 or two. And, then of course you have the the Powerpuff Girls who you got. I went and sat in an empty movie theater and watched the Powerpuff Girls movie. Wasn't I, I and I you know I didn't uh, I was not a uh, very familiar with the Powerpuff Girls except for Mojo Jojo, and I was just like so bored one day. I was like, I've got nothing to do. It's hot. I'm gonna go watch a movie. What's playing? Okay, Powerpuff Girls. I'll go up and watch it and see what all the hubbub is about. And just sat there in the theater. And I think there's maybe, maybe one or two other people, dad with his daughter or something. And then me. And that's like, that's not creepy at all. Not even a little bit. Hey, you want to have some fun? Okay, let's have some fun. Go look up Demashita Powerpuffa Garuzu Zeto. I think. Powerpuff Girls Z. I got a better idea. (laughs) I got a better idea. How about, how about, it's, there's now, I'm going to start doing this. There's a link in the show notes of this episode that will take you over to our Patreon page where you can look at the list of comic books that are coming out next week. There's a link over to the previews world. And then you look at that list. And then in the comments section, you just let us know what you want us to, to read next week. And 
I think that's probably a good use of your time, like right now, as we're talking, um, because it doesn't cost you anything to do that. That's very true. You don't even have to be a major spoilers patron to put in your vote for any week, but specifically next week's uh, dueling review. You just show up. You look for the post. It will say dueling review for March the April 10th. 10th, April 10th. Oh, it's yeah. April. It's not March. Yeah. You're in like a month off. This is like the second time in two days that you've been off. Of oh, month. no, I've been saying March all month long. But I bet you're still like writing 2010 on your checks. No, I'm still writing 5679 on my <laughs> checks. Dueling review for April 10th, 2019. I know what year it is. You click on the link. You can go to the previews world. You can pick the book that you want to torture us with. Yep, that's right. And coming out next week from Boom Studios, we have By Night, number 10, Empty Man, number 6, we also have Faithless number one. Oh, I think, is that a, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer thing? I don't know what Faithless, Faithless. is. Faithless. No, I don't think it is, but it sounds interesting. Go, go. Faithless. You know, they have no faith in it. <laughs> I know that uh, I, I can't really say anything, but you can kinda, I can kind of tell when Boom Studios is about to do something big with a property because, oh, Faithless is, uh, no, that's not it. Um, it's something else, but... Boom tends to do something specifically for like six months leading up to an announcement about something. And they'll always kind of code it in a way to let me know what the what uh, what's coming up. And Faithless has been out there for, I want to say, like six months now. I want to say that's that's that new Azarello book. Oh, maybe that's what it is. OK. Yeah. Brian Azarello. All right. Go, go. Power Rangers. Number 19 comes out next week, as does Ronan Island. Number two, which I don't know if you heard that uh, this week, Matthew, but. Ronan Island, no longer a five-issue miniseries, now an That's ongoing true. series. Because of our feedback. Because of our feedback. Because of Boom our reviews. Heard us. They heard us say well, I know that Greg this Pac book did. was wonderful. I know Pac did, yeah. because he, he retweeted it a couple times. Yeah, Pac loves us. Pac is like, hey, these guys are great. <laughs> I don't know if he loves us, but no, I'm sure does. he appreciated he the, the good words. So Dark Horse Comics next week has Aliens Resistance number three, Anthem number two, Hellboy Journal, 1999 for that. It could be kind of interesting. Umbrella Academy Journal, 1999 on that. Uh, she could sure. fly. Well, it's like a place where you can write your notes. Uh, I've got a Superman journal right here. I just got a couple of Cthulhu journals in uh, the other day uh, just so I can like <laughs> where it's got this really skeleton crew. They've got this really nice green embossed uh, Cthulhu-esque uh, looking uh, journal. And uh, I use it to just write down notes if I'm listening to like a business podcast or something. I'm like, oh, here's a good tip. I'll write that down. I'll write down ideas. For me... And this is a learning issue is that if I write something down, I tend to remember it a lot more than if I type something. Right. And I don't know why that is. And I don't know if it's because of the movement of my hands as opposed to just the typing of my fingers that sticks it in my head. Uh, so I tend to just do a lot of journaling. Uh, so I'm guessing that that's what those two things are. Uh, DC Comics is Batman number 68, Batman Black and White, the blind bag minifigure collection. You can get the whole set of those for 90 bucks. I believe they mean visually impaired. These are the ones that uh, I think these are the ones that are at Walmart where you can just buy these like miniature, not only the Batman black and white statues, you can buy these right. little, little tiny Mini like fix. quarter scale, they're quarter scale versions of the black and white statue line that DC has published for a long time. And I know that they're uh, at first they were Walmart exclusives, but it looks like maybe they're going and putting them out for anyone to buy. Batman who laughs. Number four comes out next week. Hawkman number 11 comes out next week. Justice League Odyssey number eight arrives. Is that a Neil Adams thing? That's not like the remember. Batman Odyssey, is it? I don't think so, but it might be. Okay, well, we'll see how that goes. Supergirl 29, Titans 36, and the Wonder Twins number three. 
Over at Dynamite, we have Army of Darkness, Bubba Hotep number three, Betty Page number three, James Bond Origin number eight, Kiss End. It's just what it says. Kiss End number one and Vampirilla versus uh, Reanimator number four. IDW Publishing has a very short list this week. Uh, if I, oh, yeah, this week I should be able to do a uh, Finally Friday. I was talking about the woes of IDW and maybe what should happen with IDW. Mm-hmm. But there's something else that I noticed that kind of concerns me in the most recent round of solicitation information that they've sent me like, hey, we've got the Care Bears or hey, we've got this new book coming out. Right. They have not said the release dates on anything past July. They just said, hey, if you want this book, go to your comic shop and tell them you want to pre-order it now. And that's kind of weird as opposed to saying, hey, yeah. this book is coming out in August or this book is coming out in whatever date it is. And that I don't know if that's sound in, a little eerie. I don't know if that's intentional to try to get people to be pushed to the comic shop locator or if that is they're at a point right now with the whole um, uh, J.P. Morgan thing and they're uh, that one guy that uh, invested a lot of money if they're just trying to hold off to see what the J.P. Morgan rep- recommends or not. But I right. just found that very fascinating. And to see that they only have one, two, three, four, five books coming out next week. They have Clyde, the graphic novel, DuckTales number 20, Ghostbusters, Ooh. the 35th anniversary real Ghostbusters uh, edition, Nickelodeon Splat Pack for 60 bucks, and a Nickelodeon Splat Attack Reptar Rampage for 19.99, And then Star Wars Adventures Tales from Vader's Castle boxed set. So they only have like... One, two books that are really coming out next week. The rest are either big collections or uh, a graphic novel. Mm. That's that's disturbing. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Image Comics next week has uh, the f- second printing of Die Number 4. They also have Fair Lady Number 1, Hit Girl Season 2 Number 3, Low 21, Murder Falcon Number 7. And uh, a couple of Sunstone uh, things coming out next week for those of you that like the, the naked stuffs. Yeah, I like the Sunstone. Yeah, it's really good. I mean, I know it's it really, really pervy. It's well done. It's really pervy, but it's well done, and the art is just fantastic. It's one of those books that I really enjoy because it takes the the characters and it gives them heart and it yes. gives them gives them emotion, meaning. and then it's yeah. like also big kinky. Yeah, it's kind of nice to have that sort of normalized. Yeah, Marvel Comics has Age of Conan Bellet number two or Belit. I don't know how you say it, but I hope I she really doesn't uh, rise up from wherever she's at and, and strike me down. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 19 comes out next week. Avengers No Road Home number 9 of 10. So that's the penultimate issue there. Captain Marvel number 4 crossing the billion dollars at the box office. Boom. I don't know if you follow. I don't know if you follow Brie Larson on Twitter or on her Instagram. That's a good uh, Twitter. Yeah, that's a good uh, follow her on Instagram because she'll post like her playing guitar and singing and stuff. It's really cool. Cool. Uh, Immortal Hulk number six gets a third printing next week. Ooh. Oh, hey, Major X, I think, did that come out last week or two weeks ago? But you can get a poster, a Rob Liefeld poster for only nine bucks next week. Wait, they're going to give me nine bucks? <laughs> no, you pay them nine bucks. They Pass. give you a Rob Liefeld poster of Major X. Also, Major Spider-Man X. Deadpool number 49, Star Wars Age of the Republic, Grand Moff Tarkin number one. Oh, that could be interesting. Same way with Star Wars Age of the Republic, Princess Leia number one. And uh, Symbiote Spider-Man number one comes out next week from Marvel Comics in all the rest category. What do we have here? We have uh, Wonder Twins. Oh, this is a um, Dynamic Forces Wonder Twins Elite Gold signed Russell variant cover for 90 bucks. Yeah, don't get rustled. You can get a Doctor Who uh, 13th Doctor number six for four bucks from uh, Titan Comics. 
Lady Death Ongoing 25 has seven, eight, nine variant covers. And then they have a whole bunch of the Lady Death Apocalypse, which must have sold really well because they're releasing a zero issue, three number one issues. Uh, What is this? Like six number two issues, Mm -hmm. uh, five, six, seven, eight, six, seven, eight, nine number four issues. Nine five issue no ten five, ten issues, five issues and ten six issues. Oh, alternate cover. Yeah, lots of alternate covers. They all say MR. They're all sixteen bucks a piece. Man, I wonder if these are like they don't say what what the what the additions or subtractions are on those covers. Mm. But they're every single one, including just your regular Lady Death Apocalypse number one, sixteen bucks for that. Yowza. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we have Life and Death of Toyo Harada, number two, arrives from uh, Valiant Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Nico Bravo and the Hounds of Hades. That's a hardcover graphic novel, 20 bucks there. Or you can get it in a soft cover for only 13 bucks. I love that title. Yeah. Uh, Null Fight Fairies, number three. Robin Hood Outlaw, number three. Uh, Shinobi Ninja Princess hardcover for 20 bucks. And let's see what else. Oh, Zam- Zombie Tramp Ongoing number 58. Those are just some of the books that we might be able to take a look at. Of course, as we said, the complete listing will be found at Majorspoilers.com next week. Uh, or you can head over to Patreon.com slash Majorspoilers right now. You can yeah. click on that. Uh, like I said, it's right there in your show notes of your podcast uh, app that you're doing right now. You should be able to just click on that. And that will take you over directly to the post. And you can maybe throw a suggestion in like Jarmo has uh, already voted. He says, hmm, Ronan Island 2 seems the most interesting. And then Balooey says, Rat Queen's special Swamp Romp is what's coming out next week. Romp, Romp. Swamp Romp. So uh, <laughs> that's a graphic novel. That's a little bit longer book than what we might normal normally read. But as I said, I'm seeing more and more publishers going to the graphic novel. Direct to graphic yeah, novel. Directly to GN. Instead yeah. of instead of four issues, they're just collecting all four issues into one book and selling it for nine bucks. So maybe a good good deal. Uh Matthew, why might people in addition to just going over there and voting for free and not even becoming a member, can you tell me a couple of reasons and tell our listeners a couple of reasons why they might want to help support us? Well, if you're listening to this show, you clearly have an appreciation of pop culture and the, you know, nerdy worlds and we and are the occasional needy. ramblings of two old men. Well, that too. Uh, sometimes we bring in young people, you know, and it's, it's a thing that we do at major spoilers. But if you like this show and you like the major spoiler shows, you'll have access to an exclusive major spoiler show, not to mention some ba- behind the scenes backstage kind of talky talky things that happen in and around our other major spoilers podcast. Yeah. Of course. Uh, now Legion clubhouse is for everybody. Right. But if you love the Legion clubhouse and, and I you know you make do. Sure, yeah, I think you should. We're getting into the Dave Cockrum era. We're coming up on the big kind of everybody's crazy in the Legion era and everybody's half naked and also wildfire. That is a yeah. great time. Tyrock to too is in. coming up too. So be aware of that. Yeah. And, and also Tyrock. Plus, you know, we do have an extensive collection of bonus tracks that you can get. Uh, as I mentioned, that exclusive flashback podcast, you get all sorts of stuff. You get, uh, you know, depending on where you are, you might even get a T-shirt. Yep. What's not to love? Everything that you love about major spoilers, plus more of that and some stuff that not everybody gets a hold of because you are helping us to create all the stuff that we do here at the Mighty Major Spoilers. And hey, I, I get it. Sometimes you can't afford, you know, 40 bucks to get one of these T-shirts or 25 bucks or whatever it is to get a T-shirt. Yep. Uh, but hey, maybe you just want to say, 
you know what? I love your shows just enough. I'm going to give you $2 a month. $2 a month is, is a big thank you from us uh, oh. because it helps keep us going. And if we had 10,000 of you all kicking in two bucks a month, we'd be very, very happy for that. Sure. So, and you know, if, even if you're like, okay, well, I can't spend $40, but I can swing $10. That would give you access to live chat every month, VIP live chat, where the major spoilers, oh, yeah. the gold members and above get to come and hang out with Steven and whoever's available. Sometimes <laughs> me, usually me, usually, yeah, usually Brian. Matthew, sometimes Brian. Yeah. Who, who, and we who tell you, we tell you about what's going on behind the scenes. Like literally we'll sit down and say, okay, yeah. here's the numbers. Here's how many downloads. Here's where we, we fell in these, uh, in these weeks and months compared to every other podcast out there. We'll talk about some things that we are testing behind the scenes. Um, stuff. and I, in the next time that we sit down, I don't know if we're going to do one in April. I don't have one scheduled because I don't know what my schedule is for the weekends in April kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, but okay. I know in May I'm going to sit down. I'm going to break down. Uh, a certain I'm going to answer a question in detail. Well, I answered it in the last VIP session, that, but Matthew brought it up again. This time I'm going to I'm going to bring some data to show you what I have found so far and give you some inside uh, scoop. And in fact, in the May VIP live chat, it's not just going to be for gold members. I'm going to open it up to our podcast pro tip tier because oh, nice. uh, this has a lot of information that pertains to podcasters as well. So I'm going to open it up for the people at the uh, at the podcast pro tip tier level. So uh, go check that out. And I'll make these announcements other places because I know that other people don't listen to every single show. I know. Yeah. There's a lot going on. You can't listen to everything we do, but... It's hard to listen to every show, but it's totally... We're doing nine a week at about an hour each. That's yeah. nine hours of your entertainment that, uh, that we're occupying. And I know there's some other good shows out there. I listen to them too. Four of them. Yes. Uh, look, we've been rambling on quite a bit here, Matthew. Let's wrap this thing up by saying thank you. Sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you, dear listener, for uh, listening to us. And if you're a patron member, thank you for supporting us. We could not do this without you. Patreon.com slash Major Spoilers. Uh, we're going to be back next week to review, I don't know, it looks right now in the early running, it's either going to be Ronan Island number 2 or Rat Queen's special Swamp Romp. Maybe you want to throw your voice into the ring. Maybe you want to be heard. Maybe you want to get the comic book read that you want us to review. But until next week, dear listeners, you can anticipate the next episode when you will hear Matthew say, What do you think's in the burgers? This podcast is copyright 2019 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.